In this episode of the Rich Ad Poor Ad Podcast, we interview Jeff Lerner. He talks about how he scaled from spending less than $10,000 a month last year to now spending over $1.5 million a month with Entra Institute. He dives into all his failings and his learnings of what didn't work, his poor ads, as well as the split tests that led to exponential 150% month over month revenue growth over the last 12 months. Plus, he also talks about how he managed to navigate over, I want to say 20 plus credit cards, charge cards, how some of the financial principles that he goes into of how he was able to facilitate such amazing growth. Hope you enjoy the episode. No, I mean, in all seriousness, we scaled our business uh, about, I don't know the exact number, close to 3000% last year in 2020. I mean, we were, we were spending ten thousand dollars a month on ads last january and it's to the point of this show man when you when you crack the code and you figure out you know some rich ads and it's not as i mean we're not like shysters it's not as simple as a good ad with a crap offer you gotta have a good ad good offer good fulfillment good infrastructure good value ladder good culture you know there's a lot of goods but none of it works without the ad man when you when you get that lever pulling in the in the slot uh, shit happens really fast. You're listening to the Rich Ad Poor Ad Podcast, where we break down the financial principles that rich advertisers are deploying today to turn advertising into profit and get tons of traffic to their websites without killing their cash. These advertisers, agencies, affiliates, brands are responsible for managing over a billion dollars a year in ad spend. You'll hear about what's working for them today, their rich ads, and we'll roast their epic failures and crappy ads on the internet with poor ads. Let's get into it. Welcome to another episode of the Rich Ad Poor Ad Podcast. This is your host, Zach Johnson. I'm with Mr. Dylan Carpenter. You ready to talk about some ads today, Dylan? I'm pumped, man. I don't want to give any hints away, but you know, it turns out some millionaire secrets, man. I'm I'm amped for this one. Yeah, today's guest spends over 1.5 million dollars a month on ads. I think, I think that sets a record for any single individual advertiser that we've had on our show. And uh, I'm pretty excited to have him on board. But he's he's doing some really cool things. He's also a former uh, musician like myself turned entrepreneur. And um, he is the founder and creator of Entra Institute. So Jeff Lerner, welcome to the show. Thanks, guys. I'm so glad to be here. I don't know. If, I don't know if it, does this go on video or just audio. It's just audio. So yeah, you, okay. well, sit it, back, relax. <laughs> if it had been on video, people would have saw me pop some Advil right when you said that I spend one and a half million dollars a month. Because I'm like, shit, that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little nervous Nancy over here. Yeah, really. Jeez, oh, my I, gosh. I should get in a new line of work. It's less risky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you're you're not even the, the credit card company. Imagine how they feel. Yeah. <laughs> really, right? I love it. Okay. So for uh, give everybody just a, a little snippet of, of what you're excited about right now. What are you up to in, in 2021? And uh, what's, what's got you kicking? Uh, I'm excited that I spend $1.5 million a month on ads and I make at least $1.51 million in return. <laughs> That's what I'm excited about. <laughs> yeah, I love uh, it. No, I mean, in all seriousness, we scaled our business uh, about, I don't know the exact number, close to 3,000% last year in, in 2020. I mean, wow. we were 
we were spending $10,000 a month on ads last January. And it, it's to the point of this show, man, when you, when you crack the code and you figure out, you know, some, some rich ads and it's not as, I mean, we're not like <laughs> shysters. It's not as simple as a good ad with a crap offer. You got to have a good ad, good offer, good fulfillment, good infrastructure, good value ladder, good culture. You know, there's a lot of goods, but none of it works without the ad, man. And when you, when you get that lever pulling in the, in the slot, uh, shit happens really fast. So last January, you were spending 10 K a month. I mean, give her, we've actually, we might not technically have been spending any, we might've been tinkering and writing out previous sales. But I mean, I know that wow. revenue wise, you know, I don't want to like totally overshare because honestly, we're making <laughs> enough money that it sounds braggy when I do, uh, which I'm, I'm humbled and grateful to say. Well, but. the thing that we always love to talk about on the show is we love to talk about how, pe how much people are spending on ads. It's just a thing that we like to talk about in the world of advertising. Yeah, right? so, I mean, everybody can deduce from that, that I am ROI positive and i'm probably making grossing more than that i, I wish i met it more than that but um <laughs> but no i mean in seriousness like i can tell you that yesterday yesterday we had our record day i mean it's the new year people are you know reallocating spending the stuff that matters rather than dumb shit to sit under their tree and uh we did more revenue last yesterday than we did in the first six weeks of last year wow <laughs> Congratulations. It's always a good thing when your highest revenue day is yesterday, right? If you were saying yeah. it was like a year or two ago, yeah, I'd be like, right, oh. right. <laughs> what platforms are you using to kind of spread all this across? Uh, do you mean from a, a fulfillment standpoint or, 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 I guess all, or you mean ad spend? Yeah, I would say ad spend wise. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we're, um, I would say we're weighted probably if I take the last six months, cause it ebbs and flows cause those gosh darn Facebook accounts yeah. like, come and go. Um, I would say we've probably been 40% Facebook, 40% YouTube and 20% Google display and search in some combo. Man, I've been learning more about YouTube and it's a beast out there when you do it right. It looks like sheesh. Dude, we get our, we, last year we were getting our highest, LTVs off of Facebook, but as we've gotten our audience targeting better, and, and look, the thing about YouTube is it lets you do what you can't do on Facebook, which is explicitly target people with money. Mm. Like, don't advertise to people that make less than $50,000 a year if you want to sell good stuff and your, your, your stuff optimized. It takes a while for the pixel to learn because that's a more sophisticated market and they're, they're, they're harder to sell to because they're more discerning, but uh, yeah, as you dial it in, your LTV, we've seen in the last six months, our last three months, especially our YouTube LTVs have exceeded our Facebook. Wow. Oh. All right. So here's what I want to jump. It, it, you, it takes some serious conviction and vision to want to be able to spend 1.5 million a month on ads, right? Like most people get pretty comfortable, at like 50K, 80K a month. Yeah. And, but yeah, they want a lifestyle business. Yeah, totally. And, and so you've, you've got lifestyle. Yeah, all right. Let's get into it. So, through that, what, like, what what's driving this to, to, to be able to take this level of risk and take the, yeah. these big moves? I, so in 2018, and, and I'm sorry, I'm kind of like, flipping like fuck lifestyle like of course we want lifestyle right but you know what i want a lifestyle of i want i'm 41 years old man I, in, if life is going to divide in half it's going to be roughly around the age of 40 you guys strike me as on the on the first half of life based <laughs> yes. on that so for now you guys live it up man like fast cars strip clubs whatever you want 
But when you turn 40, if you're anything like me, it's like, okay, I want to matter. I want impact. You know, I spent the first half of my life and I had a great interview the other day with a guy on, on Millionaire Secret Show who was talking about, he has these three levels that people go through from survival to status to significance. And when he said that, it clicked for me. It was like, oh, right around the time I turned, it was 39 for me. Not, not 39 is when I felt like I was turning 40. Um, I just flipped. I flipped from status to significance. Like I want to do crap that matters and crap that matters is big. And uh, big, you know, big intake, big input, big output, big ad spend, big revenue, big, just big, man. It's kind of like Grant Cardone says, if you have a $50,000 problem set a $500,000 target. Peter Diamandis says, if you want to make a billion dollars, impact a billion people, like the big thinkers get it. And I spent 10 years hearing it and paying it lip service and pretending I was doing it. And finally, when I was 39, I don't know if, if it was a midlife crisis or what I was just like, I really, what is it I want to do? I had a conversation in 2016. And it took Two and a half years for the seed to germinate, but I talked to the guy, I don't want to name his name because he's a really private guy, but he was the number eight hire at Microsoft. Um, so wow. he's, you know, one of Bill Gates' close friends, retired, you know, he's good to go. And I was talking to him in 2016. I was fortunate to get a connection to him. And I was like, you know, man, I just, I don't, I'm, I've got this agency. And at the, that was, uh, at the time our agency was growing from like, I think in 2000, between 2016 and 2017, we grew from like 2 million to 4 million in, in gross for the year. So it was, a, and I was a sole owner, 25% margins. Life was good. But uh, I was like, I just, I have this idea, this vision, like I want to do. And he said, man, I'll tell you the industry that needs disruption more than anything is education, education and medicine. And they're the two most regulated industries in the country. But if I had to pick one, I'd pick education because it's just a little easier to navigate. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, by 2018, that seed had sprouted into, particularly because I know, I know some really important stuff, which is how to leverage the tools of the new economy to fundamentally create a quality of life that's different from what the old economy teaches and supplies via school and jobs. Like, I know that. And I'm a living witness to it. And I can teach it and I can standardize it and package it. And if I'm willing to think big enough, I can make it just as legitimate as a Harvard education, but you're not going to do that under the $50,000 a month lifestyle business. No. Yeah. So that's what we're doing. I love it. All right, man. I want to get into it. Let's break down this rich ad, man. What, what is the, I mean, and feel for, be comfortable here. Like you don't have to lay out all the numbers, but like give right. us a high level of like, what is the front end offer and the ad yeah. that, that allowed you to scale so much this last year? Yeah, so I can tell you that there were months, and I was on the the Brad Lee podcast. Like, it'd probably be an interesting watch in the context of this because it was it was probably like six months ago, and it was right when we were in the middle of of hyper hyper growth. I mean, like hundred hundred and fifty percent month over month growth. You know, for a period of about six months last year. But in order to do that, I got to nose it. Oh, it's a podcast. They can't even see me scratching my nose. Go for it, man. Get in there. Cool, Jeff. But I was on the Brad Lee podcast and I was right in the middle of it. Like it kind of like having this, trying not to be a deer in the headlights where yeah. I was like every month right now, I'm spending 
over 100% of the previous month's revenue on ads. Wow. So if I made $300,000 in, let's say, June, then I got to spend four, I got to budget for $400,000 on ads in July. And, you know, our sales cycle takes, I guess at the time we've compressed it, but it, it takes about 21 days for us to get ROAS positive. So I'm betting that by the end of the month, I'm going to have recouped more than what I earned the previous month. And, and, and so at any month, I could have stopped the train and got off and taken my margin and been like, oh, sweet, I just made, you know, 100 grand or half a million bucks or what. But no, instead, I'm going to double down month after month after month, more than double down. I'm going to I'm going to double down plus credit. And uh, that's that's terrifying. Mm-hmm. When you've never been through it, when 100 becomes 200, becomes 400, becomes 800, and you're like, what league am I pretending I belong in? And I had a conversation. I had no idea when I started a podcast how much free consulting I was going to be getting from my amazing guests. Um, <laughs> hopefully, I'll, I'll try to supply you guys a, a <laughs> that here. But I mean, I know that's great. You, like, I had Alex Mayer on the podcast right around the same time that I was going through that. And he yeah. was talking about his hyper growth with, uh, with Zeusk, his dating app that he sold for $300 million. He was talking about his hyper growth with MentorBox, the offer that he does with Ty Lopez. And, and he was able to speak to what I was experiencing and about the, the confidence and the certainty and the poise that you have to maintain. And that essentially you'll never get hockey stick growth if you haven't prepared in advance the fortitude to be able to do what it takes to create hyper, uh, you know, hockey mm-hmm. stick growth. And so I kind of had this like, this really timely mentorship evolve around me that kind of pushed me through it. And that's, that's how we were able to do it. Because honestly, it is to your point, it's scary as crap. Mm-hmm. How important do you think mentorship is? I mean, I don't know how, does your, body, you up, does man. your body like oxygen? Like, <laughs> we're just laying you up here, Jeff, like, <laughs> just go. Yeah. I mean, you can't, you can't get into, look, everybody that's trying to change their life or you know, most of the people going online are going online because of a, of an absence of opportunity offline. And so they're going online seeking some sort of greener pasture, but you're never going to outgrow, you know, Jim Rohn said, you're never going to out earn your level of personal development. You're never going to outperform your own thought. Somebody said on a show the other day, you're never going to outwork your own thoughts. Like you're trying to get what you don't have, haven't had before. You have to become who you haven't been before. And the easiest way to become something different because we're all such, you know, susceptible beings to influence is to change your influences. You know, start surrounding yourself with badass billionaires. If everybody could have that in their life, like they'd all make more money. Man. So break down the offer for us, Jeff. Okay. I'm going right. ask so, you again. We want to get to the rich ad. So, <laughs> so here was the breakthrough last year that uh, threw out some old thinking and brought in some new thinking that was really just a confirmation of what I think we kind of know. But the first half of last year, we were trying to scale with a more, so I'm kind of starting poor ad first, but we were trying to scale with a more traditional, hi, my name is Jeff Lerner. Uh, here's, you know, I, I used to be half a million dollars in debt. Like I have a really great- Where rag- everybody, where everybody starts. Everybody yeah, starts there, right? I have a really great rags to riches story. And it, it yeah. you know, to the extent I've used it in various capacities over the last decade, it's always worked for me. So I was doing the same old thing. Nobody was listening. They weren't hanging around. They were, they were, the attention span has just gotten shorter and shorter and shorter. And trust has gotten less and less and less and less. So they're like, 
I don't, and you know, I have these plaques behind me. I have, I was on the Inc. 5000 two years. I have like some good muscles to flex and still nobody cared. Nobody believed me. So yeah, I say nobody, I mean, I'm being black and white. So we were trying to scale with an ad that used that kind of old story-based formula. And when we switched to, and again, I know it's not visual, but I'll hold it up for you guys. This simple 20 page ebook called the millionaire shortcut. I mean, you can see how big the print is. It literally, it's probably only like 2000 words or 5,000 words. Like it's a super short, simple book. It took me like two hours to write and probably a a day to get designed. And, you know, uh, when we switched to just look, my name is Jeff. So we shortened the ads. We got really good at setting hit hooks in like the first six seconds of the ad. So so here's a, a giveaway, and, and I don't know, I'll give it away because, you know, my ads are viewed 7 million times a month anyway, so everybody already knows what I do. <laughs> but, like, we started doing, like, super – it's not cheesy, but it's, like, kind of, like, in-your-face stuff. So, so we switched to this ad where I go right, at, right out of the gate, second one of the ad, I go, big news, big news. And I, like, I flare my hands out in front of the camera, and, and I was close enough to the camera that my hands, like, hit the sides of the frame you know, big news. And then right across the screen jumps big news in like flashy letters with lights. And then I go into my spiel, just adding big news. And then like, everybody's like, huh, what? Like they perk up. And then we shorten the ad to just be like, look, I know some cool stuff. I don't expect you to listen to me now. Get my book. And it's free. Mm -hmm. And that was a hundred times more effective then, hi, my name's Jeff Lerner, and I used to be half a million dollars in debt and living in my ex-wife's parents' spare bedroom, marketing in a robe and slippers, and I was scared to come out for three months, and then I made all this money because I cracked the code, and da-da-da-da-da, like nobody, you know, it was just give them the book, and then, so it's not always, I mean, as you guys know, it's not just the ad, it's the ad as it interlinks into the, the top of the funnel, you know, the mouth of the funnel, and so what we did was free book, well, f- first of all, big flashy ad, Quick hook, big attention grab, short ad, free book. I'll admit I have a little devil on my shoulder going, Jeff, why are you telling everyone all this? But <laughs> well, again, it's all out there anyway. So you guys know that how the how you know, let, let, Let's just be honest. You spend 1.5 million a month telling everybody already what That's you do. True. That's totally true, right? So this, is, this, ad this doesn't cost you anything to tell us what you yeah, do. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, so anyway, it was, and this was, this was like, probably just as important as changing the structure of the ad video was yeah. you say, you take them to a page and it says, thanks for opting in. Uh, your, you know, check your email in the next five to 10 minutes to get your book. In the meantime, I want to show you this short video. Mm-hmm. So we didn't say, congratulations on getting the book. Go check your email. We specifically told them wait five or 10 minutes, which gives us just enough time to show them a sales video that basically regurgitates what's in the book and makes the book irrelevant and, and then actually gives them a, a, a low ticket kind of tripwire offer. And, by, and if they take that, then they're into the process. And frankly, they probably forgot about the book. Mm. That was huge, huge for us. That little change right there. I love it. Wait five to 10 minutes, have a lo- video locked and loaded, ready for them. Man, that's some dual purpose power right there. Yeah, yeah it was. It and was it's, and, it's and once not- we did those two things, put those two things in place, we were able to start scaling 50 to hundred percent a month. Wow. And how many upsells do you have uh, uh, after yeah. your trip? 
That's what 94. I remember. 94. <laughs> um, no, no it, it actually, speaking of mentor box, that was the most I ever saw. I, I went through the mentor box funnel and it was seven, yeah. seven up though. Yeah. It was yeah. like, it starts with $7. You nip with like a $1,200 cart value. But, uh, <laughs> but no, we, we have, we just have two upsells. Um, and again, I mean, man, there's so much now that you guys have me reminiscing now. And I'm like, man, we were some, we were some smart dudes and, and, and we're just giving the answers. We're not giving all the crap we tested that didn't work, but like we worked so hard to optimize this stuff. This episode is brought to you by Funnel Dash's ad card, the only charge card exclusively for your digital ad spend. And if you're an ad agency that manages seven or even eight figures a year in media and ad spend for your clients, and you're looking to double your profits over the next six to 12 months, then check out AdCard. See, the typical agency model is this. You charge 10% of your spend, and you make 10 to 20% margin at the end of the day. So that's really one to 2% of your client's spend that is profit in your business. The easiest way to double that is to really find a way to earn in that one to 2% cash back of the card that is on file of your client's ad account. And before AdCard, what you had to do was invoice all your clients for their ad spend up front, which is really difficult on a cash flow basis and very difficult ask. And then you had to put the card on your own Amex or whatever card of choice to get that level of value back into your business. With AdCard, it's entirely different and streamlined. You simply get your clients on AdCard and make yourself the agency of record and you'll get the cash back as long as you're managing the ad spend. It's a great way to double your profit without doing any additional work. Check it out at FunnelDash.com. Well, let's get into that. I mean, that's literally the perfect transition, right? Let's talk okay. about some poor ads here of like, what did you think you were, you know, you were just gung-ho about, you thought it was going to work that, uh, that bombed. Yeah, I mean, there were a couple, a couple breakthroughs, and admittedly, I'm not a big fan of the past, so I don't remember a lot of the stuff that didn't work. I just remember that when we, when we finally accepted that if you don't hook people in the first six seconds, and see, as you guys can already tell, I talk a lot, so being short-winded is like a, a chore for me because I always want to like, I'm so pa passionate and excited about what I do. I think I can just enroll everyone right now. But you can't, you got to take it little baby steps, right? It's like dating, you know, wait seven days to text or whatever. So really <laughs> according to the movie swingers. And so <laughs> I, uh, so yeah, we would do the, the, the hook them in the first six seconds. Oh, and then another huge thing was disqualify them in the next 24 seconds because mm. YouTube doesn't actually, particularly for YouTube, but it works on, I mean, it's valuable on Facebook too. YouTube doesn't actually charge you for the ad until it's been viewed for 30 seconds, right? So you don't want to, you don't want to go, Hey, let me show you the fastest way to become a millionaire and then have 14 year old kids hanging out for two minutes to hear the fastest way to become a millionaire. So in the next 24 seconds, you want to get them to go away if you don't want to pay for them. So hook them in the first six. And cause that's when the six second is when the skip ad button pops up on a pre-roll, you can set it to force them to watch the first five seconds, right? Six seconds. You got to have them shoot watching by choice. The next 24 seconds, you say things like, listen, if you're not serious about building a business online, if you're not, you know, at the age of consent, if you're not a person who's really ready to consider becoming an entrepreneur in your life, at least as a, a viable side hustle from a, a job, like this isn't a video for you. Like this is serious. I'm not here to waste your time. Please don't waste ours. 
So you get them out so you don't pay for them. I mean, that, that one thing right there, adding a negative qualifier in the first 30 seconds probably cut our cost 20%. I was going to ask, what are those 24 seconds entail? But you just hit her right on the head. I was like, is it here? But yeah, man, that's yeah. straight up. Yeah, that's it. Um, and so, and then, you know, upsells was a huge thing. I mean, we, that's one thing I think a lot of people don't spend enough time on is optimizing their, their, their whole funnel and their cart as a whole. You know, we were never actually able to get to ROAS 1 with our front end offer. You know, we're spending X to acquire a customer. Actually, frankly, we're probably spending four times our front end cart offer to acquire the customer, right? And probably three times. And so that difference we've made up, we've been able to make up the vast majority of with some really strategic upsells. But the upsells, you know, we had a continuity upsell disaster. I will never again sell continuity on the front end bundled with a $39 buyer because a $39 buyer isn't a committed enough buyer to not charge back on you six months later when they need to buy gifts for their Christmas, Christmas gifts for their kids or whatever, you know, so I won't even consider continuity now until somebody's at least probably a thousand dollar buyer. Um, wow. wow. I just, I don't, I just, you know, here's the thing. If you really want to scale merchant processing is way too important to, to, to mess with things early on that are going to bite you in the ass later because chargeback risk compounds over time. Well, now, uh, even with Visa, you know, some of the rules that Visa and MasterCard are putting out, like people have to double opt in, you know, for continuity yeah. stuff, right? Like that came out. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's, and here's the thing you, you always, all the, all the projections you do on continuity never holds up. You're like, Oh, people will stick for six months. And it's like, no, they'll stick for like one. And so, <laughs> yeah. So you're, it's a lot harder to build, you know, mathematical certainty in your funnel and your, your ads, you know, as you're setting your ad budgets, it's based on your expected cart values and you can't forecast. It's almost like with continuity, you have to discount anything after the first month anyways. So what we ended up doing, we stole a, a, a page out of the Mike Dillard playbook was, okay, if you want to sell a continuity offer, sell, initially we were selling an annual membership. We're like, Hey, it's a, this is the, the membership and it's X dollars a month, but you can get it for like, you know, it was like 40 to 60% off. We tested some different price points if you just prepay for a year. But then how many annual buyers renew? That's, that's such an arbitrary thing to even try to forecast. And if your business model is dependent on it, you have a crap business model. Yeah. So we just said, screw it. We'll sell a lifetime membership for the equivalent of like three or four months worth of continuity. And that that did a ton for our cart value. And then, and then the other is just a, a training upsell. And we, we like split test price points, like maniacs, like, like mm -hmm. we had a, we had a test running of one of our upsells at a, we had 60, first we tested between 67 and 97. Then we tested between 197 and, or 97 to 197. Then we tested between 197 to 297. Then we thought we knew what was one, what was winning, but we split test other permutations of those numbers. Like we never test more than two at a time. But like we tested four different price points on both of our upsells before we arrived at the magic number. The bottom line is I have a partner and Zach, you know, him, Adam, who's just, hmm. he's a freak about testing. Hmm. And, and I think most people, my experience learning, what I've learned from him is that most people are not into testing nearly as much as they should be. Well, when you're spending the budgets you're spending, I mean, you're testing, you're learning just so much faster, right? Th yeah. This is one thing like when I, before Funnel Dash, I was at Lead Pages and Entreport, we did webinars to grow the software businesses. 
but like I hate webinars because you have to spend like 90 minutes like you know doing these like long recordings and then you don't know like what worked or what didn't work right. in that and there's so many variables and so I love these you know book funnels and and, and the upsell and you spend so much to acquire a webinar registrant it's so speculative right so like efficiency of capital like this is a great yeah. transition actually into uh, some financial principles here, but like if you're selling high ticket and you're, you're going to go spend a thousand dollars to acquire somebody you, you have with a $10,000 a month budget, you have 10 at bats to know right. if you're working or not. Right? right. And so you, you, and if you're going to convert, you know, like you don't have a, like the window of learning there is very low. If you have a $10,000 budget to start where you were over a year ago and you're selling a $39 offer, you have way more at bats, right? And you can yeah. learn in a matter of days and iterate. And I think that that efficiency is a very key thing for people to understand if they want to double down and spend 100%, 200% month yeah. over month. And you can, and, and to your to your metaphor, your baseball metaphor, you can also change your swing every two to four weeks with, with smaller offers as opposed to a webinar, which honestly, to do a webinar right, and I don't, again, I don't think people test and optimize webinars enough either, but to really dial the webinar in takes at least three months. So what, you get four, four chances a year to, to try something new? No, how about 20? Yeah. Okay, so Jeff, what are some, some financial principles here on, on, that you would advise? Because you have to be a phenomenal money manager of cash to grow and credit to grow what you've done you know, in the last yeah. 12 months. I mean, yeah, you, you said a mouthful for sure. Credit is, you know, the number one principle of credit is that it won't be available when you need it. So get it when you don't need it, right? And um, so we... You know, when we were still doing fifty or a hundred thousand dollars a month in sales, we were working aggressively on getting our first half million dollars in credit facilities in place. Which, as as much as possible, we use Amex cards because, as a as an education company, you know, assuming the world goes back to whatever the new normal is at some point, um, we we have events. You know, especially the size of organization we are now, we have leadership and executive meetings and we have fulfillment requirements involve physical events. So we want to have as many travel points as possible. That's why we use Amex cards. Um, but yeah, we had a half a million dollars in Amex cards lined up even when we were testing at 50 grand a month, a gross revenue. Um, and then frankly, as soon as we were spending half of that, I mean, Zach, that's how you and I met, right? Yeah, right. We we're talking about your funnel dash product and and how to get more credit and Ad more card, yeah. scalable and flexible and expandable ad spend. So, so yeah, start working on your credit now. Okay, so let's let's dive into that because how many cards, like at this level, how many cards do you need to support that level of spend? Well, what's funny is, I mean, I'm well, I, I, we don't have a visual. I have a drawer here with. Well, like, no, I want to. I want to see. We'll, we'll take I mean, a, like a. We'll take a picture of this. You so. can hear me shuffling about. I mean. This is just this is just what's in the drawer, and I and I gave probably another twenty cards to my uh, assistant to manage. But here's the thing: I, I don't want to shock and awe people with that. That's our stupid tax. Like, sure. that's us, you know, opening bank accounts and da da da. And some of that's us trying to outsmart Facebook. And you know, the reality is, we've <laughs> plus we had at one point we had nine ad managers. Yeah, and wow. every ad manager, if they were on Facebook and YouTube, that meant two cards per ad manager for nine ad managers because 
you know, when you're doing it, the volume we're doing, it's like, do you put all your eggs in the, in the basket of one unproven ad manager? Be like, Hey, here's a million dollars a month. Go spend it. Like, no. So we were, but we've actually consolidated. We're back down to only three ad managers. Um, and we're, we're a lot better now at figuring out who the really good ones are. And now we're basically operating off of, I think probably six credit cards. And, and even that is just some defensive, some playing some good defense. You know, like if you lose a Facebook ad account, you don't want to have the same credit card on another Facebook ad account because it can, you can have spillover risk. And, um, and so, how often, how I'm just, uh, this is great. How often do you have to like time the payoffs of these? Right. Cause if you don't, like, oh, if you're yeah. spending that much, I mean, on a black yeah, Friday, you got to be paying it off like at 6 a.m. and at no, noon. We at one point, we were literally paying off. At one point, we had a, a snafu with one Amex card that was like 300 grand a month in capacity, and we lost that one. And so we were, we were, we were spending at that point about a million dollars a month when we only had about a quarter million dollars a month in credit. But even then, uh, long story short, we were paying them off every two days, mm. which was which was stupid. And so we've. You know, but even us, even knowing what I know, I've been doing this for a decade. I still wasn't as prepared as I needed to be. Um, and some mm. of it is, you know, it's hard for internet marketers because most of us, we don't have 20 year histories of being an executive at Goldman Sachs where the bank will just go, oh, here's a $2 million line of credit. Like we're these like ragtag nobodies that pop out of nowhere and suddenly we're making all this money. And so, <laughs> you know, you got to be proactive about it. Hit up your dad, like do what you got to do. Yeah two days man i love it okay so we can get off the credit card stack i mean okay. you 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 were you just you know this is a great sales pitch for ad card we'll just, just send this to everybody yeah, I, mean, I have no problem saying to your audience i met zach and dylan because i needed their product because of exactly what we're talking about right yeah but give us some financial principles about that you know beyond just you know the yeah, credit yeah. card stack and so, the so yeah i mean i i believe in I believe we fully live in a world now of relational marketing. Trust is low. Skepticism is high. People are in a hurry. It's weird. People are in a hurry, but they're also impatient, which is kind of a like contradictory principle. They're like, I don't have a lot of time, but also you're taking too long. Or, or maybe that is not contradictory, but it's like a compounded problem for us as a marketer where they're, they're oh, no, I know what I mean. Sorry, I, but I make this shit up as I go. It's like, <laughs> I don't have a lot of time, but also I don't trust you. So you need to prove yourself. Mm -hmm. And you're like, but you're not giving me enough time. <laughs> well, I guess we can't do business. Well, who loses in that scenario? Me, the marketer, right? So yeah. you have to find ways to really fractionalize the relationship building into lots of little, you know, what we call micro commitments, lots of little baby steps. You got to go on a lot of dates before you pop the question now. And so we have... Um, you know, we intentionally structured our process. You know, I mentioned earlier, it took us at the time, it took us 21 days. I think we're down to like maybe 12 days to get ROAS positive, like, like healthily ROAS positive, but our long-term sales cycle extends almost 90 days now, mm -hmm. sometimes longer if people need to like sort out their stuff and you got to deliver content to fill all those voids, mm -hmm. deliver value. So you know, a lot of people, I think where they, where they, they get stuck with this whole ethos is like, they're like, man, I shot 10 videos. They're like, <laughs> I built my boot camp. I created my blueprint. Why don't people think I'm amazing? 
And it's like, it takes, it might take them a year to fall in love with you. And you Mm got to be hitting them with something new every day. Mm -hmm. So I've, you know, when I, when I decided, and, and again, to, you know, to the 10x Grant Cardone way of thinking, like I, I know a lot of people don't like Grant. By the way, I interviewed Grant on my show yesterday, and he was super respectful and cool and not at all like a lot of people think he is. But um, I, I told him straight up, I'm like, dude, your 10x principle changed my life because I've always wanted to think exponentially bigger, but there was no one around me saying, oh, yeah, that makes sense. And then I read your book and I'm like, wait, that's me. That's what I want to do. I don't want to, I don't want to be a guru with a course. I want to challenge Harvard. Mm-hmm. Like I want to legitimize the entrepreneurial education the way like where, where parents feel just as good about their kids saying, I want to go to Entra and learn to, you know, be an affiliate marketer as they would their, their kids saying, I want to go to university of Florida and become a mechanical engineer. Well, so like, that's my 10 X, right? My 10 X vision. And, uh, mm. And anyways, to do that, so when I, so, so for me, it was not a handicap going into this to go, Hey, I need to create two years worth of content because it might take somebody that long to decide they want to do business with me. I was actually excited because I was already willing to do 10 times. I'd already decided my starting point was doing 10 times more than what's expected. So, you know, I have 595 videos on my YouTube channel that I've created in the last two years. I have 750 videos on my Facebook page because that, you know, it's all the same videos repurposed plus additional lives. I have, you know, you buy my $39 course and I deliver you about eight hours worth of like really, really good content. Like people have told me, oh, that was a thousand dollar course. Why do you only sell it for $39? Also, I pay to put you on the phone with an advisor that actually holds your hand through the whole thing. So I'm over investing, over delivering, over loving every step of the way. And I'm doing so patiently without insisting on my, ro- my reward. And the more, the more, I mean, it's sales 101, man, the less desperate you act and the more service oriented you are, the more people at the end of the day are just like, they're going to spend money with someone if they're in yep. your, if they're a viable, you know, target right. for you, they'll right. decide it'll, it'll be you if they feel like you're not pressuring them. Yep. <sighs> Jeff, this has been amazing, man. And, and, I, I, and actually, I apologize. I don't mean to cut you off, but there's also oh yeah. the, the, the part two of what I just said is, so it, it you know, for, as financial principle, which is what you asked me about, it's really, really, it's not just taking your time, but it's as you build your value, it's knowing when to ask to cash in on the reciprocity, right? Mm. So for us, we'll start with like, let's say an average of maybe $120 cart value. We'll love on you for two weeks, but you'll hit a point where if you want to go deeper with us, there's another ask. I mean, we're not going to, you know, I can't serve you for five years because you gave me a hundred bucks. So it's like, okay, if you want to go deeper, here's some courses. Here's a, here's a, the, you know, call it the middle rung of our ladder. That's, you know, a few thousand dollars and it's a filter for who's, who's really wanting to do this. And then we give you more, we take you through a boot camp, We give you all this ad training. We give you so like, we give you, if you spend $2,000 with us, you get $20,000 worth of value, but eventually it'll be time to re up if you want to keep going. But that might happen 60 days later with us. And we have high right. ticket coaching programs. And we have a mastermind. People spend a, a year's salary to work with me directly. And like, you know, I'm, I know that it's not viable for people to come out of the gate with all this stuff built. But all this thinking has to be in place. So that, as you're, so that you'll do the building as you can. Because you have to build mm-hmm. into it. Because it's very unlikely that with the big ad platforms, 
you're going to go out and be ROAS positive selling a thing. Hmm. Yeah, that's so good. All right. So you had a book. Let's talk about your book, man. How can people learn more? Give, give people a point to go check out your world and where, where should they go get started? Um, yeah, if you can just go to millionairesecrets.com and I think we have a link set up. Ooh, check out. You know what? It's, we don't, but I'm going to magically make it happen by the time this airs. If you'll go to millionairesecrets.com forward slash, what do you guys want? Funnel dash? Let's do it. Do Rich Ad. Let's do Rich, rich Ad for rich it. Ad. Yeah. Millionairesecrets.com forward slash rich ad. You yep. can get those three things you can do on that page. You can subscribe to my YouTube channel, which again, 500 plus training videos, totally free. You, you could literally bore your, not bore yourself. You can entertain yourself for years on my YouTube. I'm going to watch the Alex Mayer one. I'm really excited to yeah, hear yeah, it's about It's a good one, man. There's some really good interviews on there. And it's not just interviews, it's a ton of training. I teach about affiliate marketing. I teach about digital agency. I teach about the knowledge business. I teach about e-commerce. I teach about all, all the stuff I've done, all the stuff I know. Um, you can subscribe to my YouTube channel. You can get the book, that, that free book that I told you about, The Millionaire Shortcut, which everybody now knows how it works <laughs> and where it leads. And what's funny is it'll only make people more interested. So that's another thing. People, <laughs> a lot of times are scared to like open up their kimono, but we live in a world now of such radical transparency that yeah. when, you, when you tell people how your stuff works, they trust you more and they're, they're more willing to accept yeah. how your stuff works, right? Yeah, like we, we, we rolled out this, uh, I'll give you this example, we rolled out this like black uh, diamond status for ad card for people that spend over 10 million. And we were saying it's unlimited 3% cash back, there's no caps. And everyone was like, what's the catch? What's the catch? What's right. the catch? Where's the fine print? Where's the fine print? I'm like, you, we just want your business and you're going to sign an exclusivity with us and you're going to put all your spend on ad card. And they're like, well, that can't be enough. Like what's the catch? What's the catch? Yeah, it's, uh, it's So you're true. right. And man. here's the thing. It takes a long time to build your reputation. And it takes two seconds to ruin it. Yeah. So like, just don't bullshit people. Tell them yeah. what it is. People know that they got to spend yeah. money. To get, the, the right customers know they're going to have to spend money to get value. Just tell them how it works. So anyway, that's yep. how you get it. Go to millionairesecrets.com forward slash rich ad. You can subscribe to my YouTube channel. You get my free ebook, The Millionaire Shortcut. And you can also uh, subscribe to my podcast, Millionaire Secrets. You're going to get I all love it for me, man. I'm pumped now. <laughs> don't, don't subscribe. <laughs> Thank you so much, Jeff. This has been awesome. Yeah, I'm grateful, guys. This, I, I love working with you. And now I love uh, being on your show. Yeah, appreciate it. so much for listening to another episode of the rich ad poor ed podcast if you're like me and listen to podcasts on the go go ahead and subscribe on apple podcasts spotify youtube and richadpoored.com slash podcast and if you absolutely love the show go ahead and leave a review and a comment share with a friend if you do take a copy screenshot of it email me zach at funnel-com show me you left a review and i'll give you a free copy of the rich ad poor ed book to learn more about the book go to richadpoored.com to leave a review, go to richadpored.com slash review. Thanks again.